You are listening to the Creme of the Crop podcast, sponsored by Vidiums.com. Welcome to the Creme of the Crop podcast. I'm here today with Daniel Greenemeyer with Marcus and Milchap. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm good, Aiden. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So let's go ahead and just jump right in here. Uh, give us you know, a little bit of information about yourself, uh, your marketing strategy, things, things like that. Sure. Well, I don't know uh, how much information we'll go into, but uh, I've got 12 years of commercial real estate experience. I was a uh, portfolio manager for a while. Most of it was um, family assets, a 50-year-old uh, family company, all sectors, office, retail, industrial. And uh, after a while, I took some CCIM uh, classes, got into the education part of it, the investment side of it, and then ended up now at Marcus and Millichap. Um, so strictly do investment sales. Marks and Millichap, of course, we don't do uh, leasing or management. We strictly focus on investment sales, and I'm particularly into uh, the retail space. So I do triple net retail, shopping centers, um, and mostly then shopping centers are mostly in the Midwest, something about uh, 300 miles away from the Kansas City market, which encompasses you know, Des Moines, Omaha. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Springfield, Missouri, even St. Louis, uh, Topeka, Lawrence, Wichita is is, is going to be my main, my main focus. Uh, triple net deals, single tenant deals, Walgreens or QSR restaurants. I've got one down in Alabama, for example, right now. So you branch out a little bit more with that. Um, and you wanted to know more about the marketing aspect? Yes. So, um, well, I'm lucky enough to work for a company that has um, over 80 offices. So, uh, of the 1,800 agents, there's 450, give or take, retail-specific agents. Um, The company thrives on this culture of information sharing and getting a, you know, a 50-50 split between brokers, so that's not even a question. And we have an internal platform, like it's an internal MLS, an internal LoopNet, uh, Crexy-type platform that's existed for, I want to say, 20 years. And before that, they were still sending each other deals. But now I can get on to MNET. Somebody can work my deal. I can work their deal. Um, I've had some closings this year. Uh, For example, I had a uh, Wichita deal that was anchored by a Target and a Cabela's and a Hobby Lobby in Wichita, Kansas, had some good national tenants, good exposure, new new construction, and of the 11 offers that I got, um, over half of them were from other Marks and Millichap agents, and I eventually closed the deal with a Marks and Millichap agent out of the Sacramento office. So that entire system uh, is is predicated to bring a lot of deals in, which is helpful. Plus, of course, I I use LoopNet, Crexy, and then, you know, we've worked together on some drone videos, which was uh, extremely helpful. It, it, it's, it's a good, you know, punctuation for a deal, especially a deal that is uh, you're trying to highlight the area, the traffic, the demographics. And, and in this case, the, the, the deal that we did together, um, it was right next to the Sprint World headquarters, uh, you know, 150 feet away from the Sprint World headquarters. So that was very helpful. Um, and uh, of course, then just traditional marketing channels. Your, you know, lots of phone calls, uh, email blasts. Um, you know, other the, 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 there's there's plenty of other systems out there, and and they're growing uh, quite a bit in the commercial real estate world. 
Well, thank you for the kind words. And uh, I've never actually heard of this MNET thing that you've been talking about. Do you mind talking about that a little bit more? Sure. Um, MNET is an internal system for Marks and Millichap agents. It is basically a database, a searchable database that is very similar to someone getting onto Crexier or LubeNet or, or any database or eBay or whatever. They'd want to search for a product. And I can go on to MNET right now. Of course, you have to work for Marks and Millichap to have access for this. And I can do a search for Walgreens, CVS, or apartment units, you know, 100 to 150 in this geographic area, uh, storage, office, medical office. I mean, the list goes on. Really, every sector, I can do a specific search and pull up current inventory. So if I have a client, for example, I'm working on a buy-side deal right now for a client. He also has family down in Dallas-Fort Worth area, and he was wanting to buy some property either in Kansas or Dallas-Fort Worth. So I was looking for some property down there. I called some other agents um, that had some single-tenant industrial that he was interested in. And when you're talking to another Marcus agent, they know the drill. It's an MNET property. Um, they're trying to get as many offers as possible. Um, there's not even a question on the commission. It's a 50-50 split. So uh, it uh, encourages a lot more offers. Um, so uh, in a nutshell, it's our internal MLS, LoopNet, Crexy type of system that uh, is between Marcus to Marcus agents. Wow, it sounds like an incredible tool. Um, how many, out of a percentage, I guess, what percentage of your deals are you able to do on MNET with, with other Marcus and Milchap agents? So it, it depends. Like a lot of answers with commercial real estate, the, the best answer is it depends. Um, if you have, in my world, a local shopping center and it has local tenants and it's got two restaurants in it, um, and it's mom and pop, you, your buyer's probably going to be uh, within a few hundred miles at, at most. Um, you're probably not going to get okay. too many REITs or private equity firms bidding on that property. So in that case, MNET, you're going to get less offers from MNET versus if you have a national branded property. So the one I spoke about earlier in Wichita that closed in, in late March it had uh, an AT&T and a Firehouse Subs and this Lady Jane's haircut place, which is a you know, corporate haircutting place with 100 stores, uh, Denver Mattress, which is like a mattress firm. They've got 300 locations. So you, you kind of stack up some corporate tenants, plus it's anchored by other corporate tenants, and there's a Target and there's a Cabela's and a Hobby Lobby, and it's a great area, and it shows well on an aerial and, and things like that. Then you can get national exposure. So I would say the quick answer is you have national tenants, you can get national exposure. Um, if it's an apartment complex, if you are, it's in the University of Kentucky or the University of Kansas, and it's a newer build, probably going to have some some national REITs from New York, or, you know, and then the, the coast that are going to bid on that property. So, you know, the short answer is it, it depends on on the type and the quality and in the tenant mix. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Uh, thank you for kind of diving deeper into that. Uh, so, kind of jumping over to highlighting your best avenues so far. If you had to pick three of these best avenues, you know, you talked about MNET, LoopNet, uh, Crexy, CoStar, all of those email blasts. If you had to pick three 
that worked the best, had the best ROI, and you kind of keep going towards what would be those three? Well, certainly, um, I'm uh, I'm a Marks Millichap agent through and through. So, um, you know, I've uh, had too many deals that have that have worked because of our company and system. So, Mnet for sure. Um, Crexy's been uh, impressive and helpful, and I would say one of the best reasons is that it it gives you access to um, the the investors that are that are viewing the property or the brokers. And you can get direct access to their contact information, and you can see that they've been looking at the property, and you can you can uh, discuss it with them within you know a few days of them looking at the property. Um, LoopNet is, is is the grill on the room as far as coverage though coverage goes. It's uh, it's still helpful. So if I had to pick three, it'd be Mnet, Crexy, and LoopNet. Okay, um, I've kind of heard uh, from a lot of different brokers that LoopNet is kind of dying. Uh, and everything's, you know, CoStar is moving everything from LoopNet over to CoStar. Has that had any effect on you uh, being able to use it as a marketing tool? Yes and no. I, I, I they, they can still pivot. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like saying, well, Netflix is new. Does that mean that the traditional cable is dying? Um, you know, are, are traditional networks still gonna, still gonna exist? Is NBC still gonna exist? I, I, th- I think so. Um, it's not a you know one-to-one comparison, you know, uh, LoopNet yeah. and, and CoStar to to the big networks, but um, they they still have enough data to where they can pivot and do something else with it. I think that their system is a little antiquated. Um, you know, I think Crexy has kind of redefined what 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 could be done or what should be done, especially from a broker or a principal standpoint. What you really want at that point in time is is usable information. You want to see inventory and you want to have direct access to the listing, the information, the broker. Um, and um, LoopNet is uh, well, just an opinion, but I think it's a little bit too too big, too clunky at this point in time. And as a broker, it's not as usable as something like Crexy or our internal Mnet system. So, um, but I, I think that they could uh, you know change that model. Um, Two degrees and probably be be a, be a player again, but uh, I would agree with the other broker sentiments. It's a little uh, little antiquated, right? Oh, now. yeah, that, that's definitely the 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 common thing I'm hearing uh, from everybody, you know, on and off the mic. So moving over towards uh, not your avenues, not not the way that you market, but things that you've seen other people do, other brokers, other firms. Is there anything that you've been able to see uh, that they do that you haven't? kind of jumped into that you liked, that you think might become big, things like that? Sure. Um, Well, one of the things um, that, uh, you know, being in the Kansas City market, of course, it's not Miami and it's not New York City. It's not Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. San Diego, primary market. So there's 2 million people here. There's only so many buildings. There's only so many commercial real estate transactions. So, it was super helpful to see what larger firms were doing. Um, and when we, I'm in the retail space and you've got, um, you know, the number one retail and triple net guys in the country working for my firm, I have direct access to all their OMs and I'm able to see what they're doing, how they're presenting the material, how clean and crisp it is. And when you have an eye for, for, the, for the detail and you want to dig into the minutiae of, of what they're doing, how it's being presented, that they're telling a story of the property 
from the start to finish, um, or they're leaving some some questions yet to be answered in the shorter OM that we were you know talking about earlier. That it's it's going to cause a phone call from from a principal to call that broker, ask some questions, want to find out the rent roll, things like that. Um, and one of the bigger things is that there's just this stepping your game up with different kinds of marketing and. Uh, me seeing drone videos in particular, and it's how, of course, we, we ran into one another, is when you have a property that you, you not only need to highlight other areas than just the financial part of it, just, just the numbers, just, just the statistics of it, and you want to get someone involved in the area, and spe specifically being in Kansas City, um, and if I'm trying to import capital from somewhere else, and I'm trying to get a California buyer interested in Kansas City, Wichita, you know, Springfield, Missouri, wherever I have a listing, um, a lot of people's first question is, well, where the heck is that? Or I've never been there before <laughs> or you know, whatever. And drone videos, you know, a picture tells a thousand words. Well, a drone video is telling 10,000 words, you know, when you can just see it where it is and the, get this immediate context of, well, there's the highway, there's the access. Um, these are its neighbors, there's the anchor, you know, there's a business district right there, uh, there's a Whole Foods, you know, steps away, and you just get this whole download about, that's actually a really good property, and then um, you get a, 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 lot more, uh, a lot more interest. So drone videos, I think, just with anything else, you know, the advent of, of YouTube, and now everyone is, uh, is you know, looking at videos um, with, with ease now, um, I think that uh, that's probably going to be uh, a staple, uh, really, with an OM anymore. I, I still think you'll have the traditional PDF marketing OMs, um, but uh, drone videos are going to be probably more than half of all OMs moving forward. I, I hope so, too. That'll, that'll help me greatly. If, uh, if half of all OMs had drone video, that'd be fantastic. So something I heard a little bit early in what you were saying was uh, you like to do shorter OMs versus a longer OM. Uh, I know Marcus and Millchap offering memorandums are typically longer. So what is your comparison? You know, what is your take on, on a shorter OM versus a longer one? Sometimes you can't get around doing a longer OM. And why is that? Your client. Why is that? Well. Um, if you have a multi-unit shopping center, uh, if you have a lease that has a co-tenancy clause in it, uh, for example, um, Ross Dress for Less in the retail world is notorious for having a co-tenancy clause to other anchors in a power center. So they'll say, I'll pay you this rent of X dollars per square foot. However, if this tenant that is the anchor tenant or however they have it written in their lease, another tenant in that uh, power center leaves, my co-tenancy to them is if they leave, if they can't make it, then I have the ability to cut my rent into half or I have the ability to leave entirely or cut my lease short. What, whatever it may be that all that information needs to be put into the deal um, for, for proper context and, and for proper you know, risk-reward uh, understanding for the for the principal and for the buyer, and also as a broker, if you don't have a lot of that information in there, you're going to be fielding a lot of those calls. People are going to call up and they're going to say, "Does Ross have a co-tenancy clause? What is it?" So it's a lot of times it behooves you just just to put the information 
into, into the OM, so there's total deal context, total disclosure, you're transparent. Um, but a lot of times, I think the shorter OMs work when it's a, uh, a new development deal, single tenant net lease deal, everybody gets it. Um, you know, if it's a Walgreens or a CVS or a quick service restaurant, and it's a quick service restaurant, 20-year lease, absolute net, there's not too much else to say. It's a national brand. Um, you know, the, the lease is going to read as much as you can put just in a few lines anyways. Uh, it's really if, if there are other bits of minutia about a lease or the deal or there's environmental concerns or there used to be a, a, C state, a C store gas station there, that type of stuff you need to put in there. So, it, again, it depends. Um, and then, yeah, uh, that absolutely makes sense. Times, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see how, um, you know, being open and transparent can, well, first of all, you'll you get a lot less calls that you don't really need to, to talk about. You know, that can waste a lot of your time, uh, but it, it can also make you feel um, a lot more, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Principals will trust you more. That, that, that's what I was looking for. So well, the transparency uh, part of it is that, look, I'm not – this is – first of all, that also I understand this deal 100%. I've done my homework. Here's every bit going on in here, and then you can look at it, and you can put forth this is, this is the justification of my cap rate and of my NOI, and this is why it should trade at roughly this price. Um, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's maybe a little, little bit more reading, a little bit more understanding – People, of course, want to look at location, area, and get used to the property, and then you really got to dig in. You know, a lot of times we say that the real work begins after it gets under contract because then you yeah, start digging into 100%. the details, you get into the weeds. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, that's definitely logical. Uh, the, the, the second thing you were saying earlier about the drone video, um, obviously I personally have uh, my opinion on this, but – uh, when drone videos first started coming out and was first starting to become a trend in the commercial real estate world, uh, did you find it helpful? Because you know a lot, of, a lot of the drone video was um, not super well put together. Um, it kind of, you know, I, I saw a lot of drone videos that were just highlighting the building itself, not exactly the, the area around it. You know, have you seen drone videos kind of evolve from then? You know, taking taking my business out of it. Uh, just f from an outside perspective, have you seen it uh, evolve, get better? You know how it's shot, things, things like that. Yes, and I think that um, everything you just brought up is 100% applicable to this. It's just like with anything else, there's going to be an evolution. And they first started off with just you know basic drone video that someone's cousin had uh, a plastic drone that they got for Christmas, and they'd fly it up there. And get a shot, and just the, <laughs> the quality was was noticeable. Of course, you didn't notice it until you saw something that was better, and yeah. and and then now it's getting into where it's just getting more and more fine tuned. And I'm sure you're seeing this exponential growth uh, of improvement with the quality of not only the videos, how it's shot. We, we talked about this before that I just I would want the the the, the flyover to be at a slower pace so you can really take in. The traffic that you can take in its neighbors you can take in all that and all that type of stuff it's just going to get more and more and more fine-tuned and better and better um but uh yeah i'm, I'm sure that in in, in two, two or three years the drone videos will be you know 
two or three times as good as what they are right now. Yeah, that's absolutely what I'm saying also. Couldn't agree more. So uh, we're kind of winding down here. That was basically all the questions I had for you. Uh, this is kind of a time to, to plug yourself, any properties you have might, might have at the moment, uh, anything like that. Wow, the plug. I wasn't ready for that. Um, well, yeah, I'm um, very active uh, retail broker, investment sales. I don't do leasing or management, but uh, anywhere in the Midwest, um, I'm sure I'd be happy to talk to someone, uh, give them some uh, breakdowns and advice and broker opinions of value on their property to see if uh, selling is a good idea or if they're looking for property, they're in a 1031, it can help out with all that. Um, you know, financing options, we have a capital markets group that is fantastic, so be happy to help with any of that. Uh, my phone number is 816-410-1028, again, my name is Daniel Greenemeyer. And uh, properties I have right now listed, I'd say um, probably the, the best one, I'm not going to go down the list, but uh, best one to talk about right now is a uh, strip center that is in Wichita. It is in an area with 100,000 household income. It is anchored by a Lowe's and a Walmart. This Walmart Supercenter I just learned last week is a $100 million Walmart Supercenter. Uh, it's sandwiched between a couple different main arteries and highways. The traffic is fantastic right now, 40,000 cars a day, about ready to blow up to 110,000 cars a day in the next uh, two decades. Um, it's uh, the tenants, Starbucks, brand new 10-year lease on a Starbucks, corporate AT&T, corporate GameStop, and a great clips, um, best access and vis visibility of the pad site, and uh, rents are relatively low for the area, so plenty of room to grow. And with the, the demographics and the traffic, I think it's going to be a uh, you know, long-term hold for someone. All right, thank you so much for being on the show, Daniel. Uh, last but not least, thank you to our sponsor, videos.com, video offering memorandums. And uh, thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye-bye.